It is hashtag MSW. Any thoughts about the rugby over the weekend? It was a jam-packed stadium in Pretoria at the Loftus Stadium. But then in the end, you know what? I think we just loved hanging around on 30 points. We just kind of hung around 30 points for the longest time. And we were just not letting go of 30 points, regardless of the bigger margin that was there. And that would be disappointing. You know, some people blame... Those that came off the bench, others will blame the nature of the substitutes as they happen, the replacements that came through. Tanda Banana joins me from the PE studios. Uh, good evening, Mr. Room Divider. Rob, good evening to you and to your listeners. You were at Loftus. Firstly, yes. just describe it for what it was. Rob, first I'll just say that, you know, for me, it's just good to see the rivalry uh, being restored uh, between the two countries. But also you mentioned that, uh, you know, the box hung at 30 points. Uh, but you've got to remember that it, at some stage it was 30-13 yes. um, with 20 minutes to go. And, and, and to be fair, overall for me, when I look at the game, you, you speak of replacement. I speak of that the game wasn't lost or won in the last five minutes. The All Blacks scored 19 unanswered points to win in that last quarter. People are blaming the replacements. They're not blaming the inexperience of Rasi Rasmus when it comes to international coaches. And here you've got to look at guys like Eddie Jones, Warren Gatlin, Joe Smith. There's so many of them. Van Cotters. You know, in, I'll just ask myself, what would they have done in that situation? Because the team was playing exceptionally well. I think the followers and the people at the stadium already had written it in the 70th minute that they'd beaten the All Blacks back to back. Something that... Uh, for them, or the, as a country in South Africa, we last saw in 2009, but things took a different turn. And, and, and also for me, it just brings a very important point that it, it's not only now that we've had close encounters. We had one in, in Wellington, we had one in Cape Town, 25-24, Sapuaga with that penalty, with five minutes to go. You, you look at the World Cup, uh, 2015, 2018 was a final score in the semi-final, which could have gone either way, you know. That's the rivalry. That's why when I begin our discussion, I said it's always good to see this rivalry restored. Mm -hmm. But for me, there's lots of questions, Mark, going forward in terms of man management, in terms of as a Springbok side going forward, in terms of depth. You know, how are they, how are they working towards having enough depth? Because the Oblex, they pride themselves with knowing that we've got enough depth within the team, even they're going to Japan with 51. Can we, at any given time, carry 51 players in terms of the Northern Hemisphere? There'll be lots of question marks because we, we're only looking at a starting 15. We're not looking at the depth. And so the loss for me in the last five or the last 10 minutes, I say the loss was in the last 20 minutes, was because of lots of questions and lots of issues that still need to be addressed going forward if the Springboks or the followers of the Springboks want this side once again to be the competing side that it was once. Now, mentioning that, though, we, we always look back at a championship and say, what was it that was a high? What was it that was a low? And forgive me for putting in my little yeah. two cents worth here. I just think, for whatever reason, that a person, an individual, like Uapiwe judged. Yes. You know, sure, he finished the rugby championship as a joint-up tri-scorer in the tournament. You know, that alone for me says something. But over and above that, you know, usually you, you'll get screaming headlines about the birth of a new superstar. 
And we're also not just trying to, you know, lynch him, launch him ahead of what would be a consistent career for him, as it looks like at the moment. But come on, man. I mean, he's been refreshing. He's been exciting. He's been somebody that you can rely on. He's given more than 100% in every game where he has played. But he has been that player that you look at and you say, my goodness, where have you been all the time? I think, Rob, we've got to go back to Wellington. Wellington, the All Blacks on the attack, and he rushed on Damien McKenzie. No South African will forget that moment, because it is within that moment that we won that test match. It was a knock-on, the game was finished, thanks to, you know, a guy that in 2018, Rob Marawa, was unknown. We saw him with the Lions, he got injured, he came back, but once again he showed the glimpse of brilliance. And this is a player that is not even a wing. His preferred position is fly-off or center. But yet he shifts and plays a position that he doesn't want to play earlier on in his career. He's a wing, and for me, he will most probably get a lot of accolades towards the end of the year when they give out the awards. Most promising play. I think the best Super, super, super 15 rugby player in South Africa. Mm. Neck and neck with guys like Peter Steph Dutoit, Malcolm Marx for player of the year because he's shown what he could do with limited resource, with limited space, the amount of talent and pace that he does have. Obviously, more coaching uh, will go into him. He's not a Ricky Wani. He doesn't have the physical build and the presence. But what he has, he has that moment of brilliance. And therefore, he falls in the category of being an X-factor player. Mm. A player that at any moment, when I looked, he knocked the ball. If he had intercepted, it would have been 37-13 at that moment. It was not to be. So those are the... You know, when a player comes in 2018, Rob, he will learn from those mistakes. He's still yet to play in the Northern Hemisphere. He's never played there. So it's different grounds. It's different uh, sort of environment for him. And also in terms of how he adjusts in those playing conditions. It will be swing uh, against England, Wales... Um, you look at France uh, and, and Ireland. So he'll play amongst, uh, you know, top, top teams uh, in the Northern Hemisphere. So he'll be heavily tested again before we can really say the star has arrived. Uh, Habana in the making is there, mm -hmm. but it's a different Habana. But for me, he still needs to be tested. Questions, uh, lots of them needs to be asked. I mean, it, it was a case of what something like... Um Second overall in the list of number of tries. 21 tries from six matches is what the box were capable of producing this time around. Do you see this as a plus, uh, an upward movement, something that can be improved, or literally just a tapering off of performances before? He's joined first, Rob. Yeah. He's got Rico Iwani, Bowden Barrett. All three of them have got five tries. But for me, what stands out is he scored a double against an all-black side. You know, which was something to, 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 to behold. You look at what he did in Port Elizabeth, win, scoring within probably one of the fastest tries that South Africa has scored uh, post-democracy. You also look at the double that he scored uh, against Argentina. So I think for me, his track record is coming on very nicely, and I think he'll be quite happy with his, uh, with, with his performance throughout. Uh, so, so too are the players. But also we should not we should not be at a position where we put a lot of pressure on him. He should get enough ball so that we can actually see, you know, an all-rounded player 
on defense we saw against Australia, he was able, even if he slipped a tackle, he's able to get back and make another tackle again. That's what you want. So a player working off the ball, player working towards the ball, but also looking for work. A couple of things, though. Uh, let me just quickly read a tweet. Um, no, Mono Abisi, Oliver says that when it was five minutes left, I said it was in the bag. Shockingly, we lost concentration, started panicking while New Zealand were comfortably strategizing the breakthrough. And I must say that New Zealand don't use physical game plan, but they have a smart way of playing. And I think in the end, smart versus physical is what he Monobisi picks up here in his tweet. Uh, Tando, do you go along with that? Yeah, certainly. I think that tweet you just read, it also gives me the game where the All Blacks were 90 nil down after just 17 minutes. So this is a team that is already, uh, you know, prepared for any circumstance that might happen, both from the starting 15 and those coming in. Mm. I think the All Blacks, for me, uh, you know, are a side that are able to just do anything because they play the full 80 minutes. I think what South Africans learned was not to be excited with 10 minutes to go. Rather play up until the last, last seconds of the game before we can celebrate. We did that in Wellington, but we couldn't do it in front of 51,000, where we, we were sort of caught in the emotional uh, presence of the, of, of the crowd. Mm. And for me, I think that then caused a lot of uh, panic from the coaching box because for me to see Beast with six minutes to go I'm asking myself what is he doing what difference will he make with six minutes to go you know so th those are the things that we have to pick out and know that when the side is playing well there's no need for you to alter with it because nothing was wrong at the moment you can't mend something that is not broken but now all of a sudden we're looking for excuses of what went wrong for me what went wrong is we panicked we choked when we needed calm and level heads one thing that has always been for me if you look Rob, is a good manager within a good side mm. a manager that is able to tell a coach that no we can't make this we can't because he's got to make those decisions to the manager on the ground and when i look who was on the ground is his former colleague he works with Etsaro. So whatever he, Rassi was, was saying, he's not in a position to say, no, coach, we can't be making changes. There's six. There's no need for me to send to Beast unless there's an injury. So that for me are things that I hope they can learn from. A good manager, that would have been where, for me, could have stopped those changes at that critical moment and saying that I'm not going to go to the table of the referees and changes because the, the difference is Ras is on top yeah. and the manager is on the ground. 089-110-3377. Your contribution to this discussion with the Tanda Banana Room Dividers on a Tuesday looking back at what was the Rugby Championship, what was the game in Pretoria, the game at Loftus and producing the result that it did disappointing yet, 32 30 loss. You could tell from the pictures that came through how disappointed the people uh, who were at the stadium were. And you can imagine around the country how disappointed people were that were watching it on television. Now, that whole new defensive system again, uh, Manana, uh, yeah. was introduced. Uh, a couple of challenges were posed as a result of that. Now, what's your opinion on Jacques Nineveh's defensive system? Rob, I'm going to say this, and I've, and, I've said, and I've said it to a couple of people. The brains behind the springbok is not Rassi Rasmus. 
is the guy that you've just mentioned. Hmm. They come a long way together since the Free State Cheetahs days. If you remember Rasi and Ninaba, they used to sit on top of the roof. It is that combination, but also most importantly, the brains behind Rasi Rasmus has been Ninaba. Hmm. He's been with him going to the Stormers, going to Western Province, moving to Munster, coming back. They move together. And, and I think not enough credit is going and never enough credit goes enough for people that work behind. It's always the one in front that gets the shine. Yeah. But also, it's not only the defense, Ron. The three tries that we scored were magnificent tries. Let's, let's, be, let's be blunt about it. The Sia one to Damon Dialinda. Beautiful. Vili breaking the line. Jesse Creel. You know, so for, for me, if I look, I've got to look holistically. The defense has always been there. We've seen it's improved, obviously, but also now the attacking flair that we scored three good tries. And that for me was a, a more or less a good balancing act from the Springboks. It's just a pity that they couldn't finish it off. Okay, lots of calls coming through. Let me take Sbu um, Lungi, Buzwe, and Sbu again in Durban. And uh, let me start off with Sbu in Midrand. Good evening. Uh, this is Wayne Deben, Robin. Yeah, welcome, Bob. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah no, no, no <laughs> sure. problem. Sorry, man, um, to to uh, to to like uh, taking this to my show now. But um, quickly, Robbie, uh, I, I respect to Kajen, um when he talks about the defense that he has been improved and whatnot. But what I don't get uh, is, is people not talking about Malcolm Marx uh, 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 losing the focus where the try was scored by um, ben, uh, this uh, Aaron Smith. What happened to the rock, right? Mm-hmm. Any rock, you always need to have uh, the pillar. Pillar and post, yeah. he knows very well about that. Yeah. But Max, he stood up from the rock, and then he, he took literally three seconds to go to, 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 to stand uh, where he was supposed to be, right? And then the offense, they just, from where he was supposed to stand, they just took the ball, went from there, it was a pass, boom, bang, they scored. Nobody's talking about that, that Max, uh, Malcolm Max made a mistake. Mm-hmm. But when Ambrose Papier made a mistake, they didn't slow the game down when, when he came in. It's an issue. It's is, is an issue, right? Mm. But the other thing is, remember what happened when, when, when uh, Faf was, was taken off. That's what I've noticed. Um, he kicked the ball and then he was cramping. I think they wanted him to play the full 80 minutes, but he was cramping. Then they had to put uh, Ambrose Papier because all players will punish you. They see, okay, now you, you literally have uh, 14 men on the field because that one is a, is a subscriber, man. But quickly, let's go to Apoel Janji. Uh, I've got nothing against the player. He's a wonderful youngster. He's been scoring tries, but on Saturday for me, he was very average. Yeah, okay. he didn't have one of his greatest games. He we, didn't we have all good agree. Games yeah. And under a high ball, he was tested because they knew he's a suspect under the high ball. Mm. He needs to go back and work under the high ball because he knocked a lot of balls uh, 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 when it was yeah. happened under to him, right? And also, we, we need to address the issue of peace coming in the second half. He's not an impact player. He comes. He can't even pick the game up where the guy was playing. Uh, 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 he, he couldn't even get the, the, the game straight to where Kitov let the game at. He came below, below par because Kitov he was scrumming well. This game scrummed well, but he was not. He was not caring. Kitov even the other try that Jesse Krell uh, scored. Kitov got the ball and then he passed. He looked. He saw there was a player on his left. He passed. But when it comes to peace, he's not giving those things. I mean, we need to. 
to, to start putting a lot of question marks going to 2019 World Cup next year. Okay, I don't so think the squad that we have now is going to the squad that's going to take us to the World Cup. We'll, we'll, we'll pick up on that conversation because that's, it, that's, it, it, thanks so much, Bob. I appreciate it. Let me go to Buzo. We'll get uh, Manana's response to that. Uh, he's in King Williamstown. Buzo, good evening. Great, Baba. Welcome to the Room Dividers. So much support. Hey, Prati, right? Hello, Buti. Hello, Pa. No, you know, for me, I'll be short and concise. You know, for me, the boys played excellent. They played well as much as we lost that match. They did everything, those guys. What we let there, listen carefully, gentlemen, mm. was experience. That's the key word, experience. Those guys, they played their heart out. If you can dominate a game with 60% position against all blacks and territory and still complain that the guys didn't play well, then I'm not sure if we're talking rugby. I'm not sure if we're talking rugby because it's like Brazil or Barcelona getting dominated such position by by a team from South Africa or a team from Japan and, and still complain. No, 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 gentlemen, must be honest. Those Rob, guys can I come excellent. in? Yeah, come and in, come uh, in. And it's, I, and it's still a growing team, guys. Let's give them a chance. Okay. No, Thanks, Buzo. Can I, can, Buzo. Yeah. No, go, go ahead. Go ahead, Manu. Yeah, I just want to say, Kubuzo, mm. we must just always be careful. We must look at the side that played against an all-black side. We had seven of those players in the starting 15 that had played against an all-black side in the Rugby World Cup. So this thing of this is a brand new team, it's a young team, we should cut it aside. The all-blacks had five from the 2015 Rugby World Cup, meaning that we were at an advantage of having two extra players that were part and parcel in that 2018 loss against an all-black side. So it's important that we carry each and everything, despite saying, using the term, this is a brand new team, it's a young side. We've got to move on with that, put it aside. For me, it's about making sure that everyone comes in, Rob, and understand the philosophy mm. and South Africa of the coach. Okay, let, let me quickly take uh, to Usbu, Usbu's and Midran. Good evening. Good evening, Rob. How are you? Great, thanks, Ben. What's your reaction from that game on Saturday? Um, I'm gutted, obviously, but I think I'm, I'm I'm proud of the performance. I think we were just a bit unlucky. Just a quick question for Manana, Manana Nijan. Sapila, Bab. I'm good, thanks. Um, I know I've been watching U Kaunda, you know, analyze our rugby on the other uh, TV show, on other TV show there. Yeah. And I've always stood by Andre Pollard being uh, a 10 that we should take to the World Cup where he has other views. Yes, he had a a dismal start to to the championship, but uh, uh, he's he's grown in the last uh, two matches, and I think he's a ten that we should take to the World Cup. I just want your thoughts on that. And a uh, quick question: I know the other school just uh, um, touched on that. Is that uh, Upiist? I love him. Uh, he's one of my heroes, but uh, I don't think he's an impact player. And if he's going to come on as impact player, should we be taking him to the World Cup? Nabo. Thirty seconds, banana. Rob, first and foremost, Kitschoff for me had an impressive all-round over the field. And I think Beast will play in his last World Cup uh, as he's due to go and head over to France. So I think uh, just a matter of time before he finishes with the green and coal. If you look at Henry Pollard, for me, you know, Rob, I believe in Damien Willems. If, if Rassi just had the urgency and for me just the will to have given Damien Willems, we could have seen what a fly-off he is. But unfortunately, Pollard is stuck 
whether he's the incumbent number 10 going forward or he could slot in at 12. So there's a lot of questions. So for me, I think it's good for him to gather form as he moves forward. But I think for me, to play Damien Willems at fly-off would have been a better option for South Africa in terms of flair and move Pollard to inside send. Because if you had that, then we'll cut everything that we're having of in, in terms of not having a center mm. that's able to pass and find players into space. So, well, it differs. My opinion will always differ. But I believe Damien Willems would have been mm. the great, great find of the rugby championship. We saw what he could do. Uh, at Loftus but unfortunately people see differently and that's why your room divider will have a bigger show for you next week as we said limited as a result of the cricket that is underway but the show will continue Mananan thank you so much Vana. love your insight as always uh, let's uh, pick it up again there'll be something very juicy that we'll share with our listeners next week Tuesday thank you buddy thanks so much man alright that's where we say goodbye to you Thank you so much for being part of this journey on a Tuesday. Might have been a shorter journey, but it wraps right now.